For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time for Tim. The Tim Weisberg Show on 1420 WBSM and streaming live on WBSM.com and the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message through the WBSM app. And now, WBSM's big gun, Tim Weisberg. And good morning. Welcome to the program. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope it's starting off right. It's certainly nice enough out there, but uh, a little bit of a programming note to start off the show. Of course, there will be no midweek with the mayor this week. You'll hear the mayor for sure on WBSM today, just not during his normal 11 a.m. time slot because today is the State of the City address. So that will be happening at New Bedford High School, and we will be broadcasting his speech live to you during the Barry Richards show. So as long as, um, as, long as everything goes according to plan uh, and, and, you know, the timing of the speech works out, we should have, uh, be able to carry it for you in its entirety. So stay tuned for that later on this afternoon. But we can talk about a lot of other things until then at 508-996-0500. First of all, a few weeks ago, uh, the Amityville case came up here on the program. We talked about the Amityville horror. We talked about the DeFeo murders and uh, a caller who called in and thought that the whole Amityville story was a hoax. Uh, obviously, the the haunting version of it, not the murders. The murders we know actually happened. But... Um, there is a new documentary I just wanted to make you aware of. Uh, it's called Amityville, an origin story. And it is on the MGM Plus channel, I'll say. It's a channel. It's also an app. So what it is, is it's a cable channel that you can have added on to your Xfinity or your Cox cable, whatever you might have. Dish, I think. They probably have it. So it's a it's a channel that you can have added on. It used to be called Epix, E-P-I-X. It's the same network that had the documentary called Fall River about the Carl Drew, Robin Murphy, you know, that whole case, the, the, the murders that happened in Fall River in 1979, 1980. So you might have signed up for it to get access to that documentary and you might still have it and not even realize it because if you don't watch it regularly, you might not realize that it was rebranded MGM+. Plus. There's a show that I like on it called From, which is like a, a supernatural mystery type show. It's, it's about people that are stuck in a town and they can't leave. It's really good. The second season just started. But after each new episode of that, they have had a new episode of this limited series, Amityville, and Origin Story. So there's two episodes that have been released so far. 
The first one talks about the Lutzes and the haunting. The second one rolls it back and talks about the DeFeos and the murders. And I think, you know, judging from where it ended with episode two, it's going to start to get into, well, did Ronnie DeFeo do it? Did he have help? You know, was this a mafia hit? Some of those different things that can be explored. And I know it's easy to say, well, Ronnie DeFeo admitted to it all. But Ronnie DeFeo changed his story so many times. And him admitting to it just kind of fit into what needed to be done. Now, do I think that Ronnie DeFeo committed the murders? Yes. Do I think that he committed them on his own? Absolutely. Um, I argued with, with my friend Stephanie Burke the whole way as we were going down to Amityville to film the documentary that we did down there, famously haunted Amityville. And the whole way down, we argued about whether or not uh, the sister Don DeFeo was involved in the murders because Stephanie believes that Don was involved, and I don't think that she was. But it does examine the biggest question of all, how does someone go through all of those bedrooms at 3 o'clock in the morning shooting people with a Marlin rifle that is loud and not wake up some of the other family members to at least get them out of bed? You know, it... it Granted, he's probably still going to be able to do what he wants to do. But would they all have been shot face down in the bed? Because the medical examiner said it doesn't look like they were placed that way. That they were shot as they were sleeping and that there were no drugs in their systems. So how does that happen? How does somebody go through, fire all those shots, not wake anybody up, not alert the neighbors? Because I've, I've been to the house. And the neighbors are very close. Because of the way that that property has been developed over the years, there's two houses that are very, very close. One, super close. It is not this uh, remote home away from the road like it's been portrayed in the movies. So that has always been the biggest question in my mind is how does that happen? Now, Dr. Hans Holzer, who is a parapsychologist, he floated the theory that there was some sort of supernatural presence, some sort of supernatural thing happening that muffled and insulated that sound. I need a little bit more of a real natural reason as to why that could happen. But anyway, it's, it's worth a watch. Uh, there's nothing really new in terms of what I've seen so far regarding information, but there's a lot more personal testimony of people who knew the DeFeo family, uh, people who might have been on the scene or investigating it. It's well done. What I will say about it, too, is they've done a good job of finding people that we haven't heard from before and also using people we have heard from before very effectively. So you turn on the 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 series, the first person you see is my friend Chris Lutz, who was one of the Lutz children. Well, he's Chris Quartino now. He uses his father's name. But Chris Quartino is, you know, the kid that grew up. Well, I shouldn't say grew up. He lived in the house for 28 days. But he was, he was part of that family that experienced the haunting. And he can get a little off the rails sometimes when discussing this because of the effect that it's had on him over the years. But they keep him, you know, Straightforward, matter of fact, 
they keep him even keel and he tells his story and it's it's just well done so i would i would recommend watching it if you are interested in the case of course anybody that listens to spooky south coast knows it's something that i've always been interested in it is probably the case that got me into really looking into this stuff outside of my own experiences so uh, you can bet I'll be watching each episode going forward. So we can talk about that if you want. But I have a story up at WBSM.com and on the app that I want you to check out if you get a chance. Because, you know, the, the statement that people like to make is, this is why we can't have nice things, right? So on Saturday, and we talked about this briefly, but on Saturday... The Wareham Dog Park opened up after a nine-year odyssey of planning and permitting and fundraising and building. And the, the nine years culminated in a pretty nice ceremony. Like, you know, the weather held off. It was, it was warm enough. I didn't, you know, I had a sweatshirt on. So it was warm enough that you wanted to be outside with your dog playing. The rain held off. They got to have the ribbon cutting, you know, recognized a few people, and then they opened the gates and they let dogs go in and, and play. And it worked out. Every, every At least at the, the time that I was there, I was there for probably about an hour after they opened the gates and they let people in. There was one brief incident where there was a small dog that was playing in the large dog section of the park. Now, there's there, it's fenced off. There's two... Two fenced-off areas, one for large dogs, 25 pounds and up, or, you know, 26 pounds and up, and the other one for small dogs, 25 pounds and less. But you don't have to bring your small dog into the small dog area. If your small dog can go along with big dogs, then they can go in the big dog area if they want. They don't want big dogs going in the small dog area, even if they get along with small dogs. So this small dog was in there and it was, you know, running around and some of the big dogs started chasing it. And there was a, a point where like a, a bunch of big dogs kind of encircled this small dog. And the small dog like ran and hid behind a person and then like went back over to the big dogs and kind of like barked at them a little bit and then ran again. Like I think it was more playful than it was threatening. That was like the only thing that I saw that would be. An issue. There was one guy that we had to tell him to, you know, pick up after his dog that it's, you don't just leave it there. But other than that, it was, it was perfectly fine for the hour or so that I was there. And they have a list of rules posted on the fence. And in the photo gallery that I put into the story at WBSM.com and on the app on, on Saturday, I put a photo in of the rules because I figured... People are going to want to go to this dog park. It is not limited to just Wareham residents. It is not like other dog parks where you have a uh, a fob that you need to get in. It's open for anybody to use. Just use responsibly and follow the rules. And so they list the rules right there on, on the fence. And then the group Depaw, the dog park affiliation of Wareham, posted those rules again on its Facebook page yesterday. And the rules are not anything that I would consider it to be, and I'm a dog owner, I have a dog, 
These are not anything that I would consider a problem if I was going to use a dog park. I would understand every single one of these rules and have no problem following them. To be able to have my dog run off leash for a little while inside a fenced-in area. Now, I don't, I don't personally bring my dog to dog parks and have her do that because she's old and her legs don't work as well. And, you know, I, I don't want her to have to try to run away from other dogs. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how it works for her. I want to go on a slow day first. You know, maybe a day where it's a little bit drizzly and it's less likely to be full of people. But anyway, so they put the rules up on their Facebook page. And, and people immediately started complaining. And so I put a story up at WBSM.com and on the app about it. I called it Wareham Dog Park Learns Canines Obey Rules Better Than People. Because I don't think the dogs have any issue with some of these rules, but the owners do. And a lot of it is the entitlement of people to be like, well, you can't tell me how I can treat my dog. Well, they can while you're in this dog park that they are responsible for. So some of the rules, of course, are things that you would expect to have, um, you know, like picking up after your dog, no smoking or vaping. Uh, when it comes to, they have barrels there that are only for dog waste. So any trash that you bring, you know, you bring a Dunkin' Donuts cup, there's no barrel there for you to throw your Dunkin' Donuts cup away because they know that those barrels will get filled up faster with trash than they can get somebody up there to, to take them out. And then trash will get everywhere. So they just ask that you bring with you any trash that you might have brought in. Reasonable enough. But there's also a list of, uh, of some restrictions that they want you to be aware of. So no dogs in the park that haven't been spayed or neutered or that are in heat. Well, that makes sense, right? When you've got a bunch of dogs running around off-leash, do you really want to put in... Like, nobody wants to go and, and have their dog... You, you, you get what I'm saying. I don't have to get into the full details, but you know what will happen. Uh, they also want you to make sure that you have your dog's license and rabies tag on their collar when they go in there. Well, why is that? Well, because they want to make sure it's a licensed dog and that the dog is protected against rabies because that's an insurance issue. And so that's a town rule to have the dog on town property. Like, that's not anything new. Wareham requires dogs to be licensed. They require dogs to be rabies vaccinated. And they require them to have those on them. It's, it's, it's a town bylaw. So that extends to the park as well. Some people had a problem with that. No dogs under four, years of age, uh, four months of age. No, no puppies under four months of age. Okay, that makes sense. No dogs without human supervision. Well, duh, absolutely. But some of them people took a real offense to, like no dog food or human food, no spiked collars, no e-collars, and no individual or group dog training, and no toys either. And that is what really tick people off. What do you mean I can't go to a dog park with a to without a I can't bring a toy to a dog park? Well, as Deepaw explained, some dogs get aggressive about toys. Your dog may not. 
but another dog may be there who is perfectly well-behaved otherwise, but sees that toy and wants that toy for themselves, takes off with the toy. The dog that owns the toy wants it back, and next thing you know, you've got a problem. Or the person goes to try to take the toy from the dog, you know, the person who owns the dog toy, goes to take it away from another dog who isn't the toy's dog, isn't their dog, and, you know, next thing you know, they get snapped at. So these are some of the concerns. Obviously, food can make some dogs aggressive. No e-collars because they're concerned that, first of all, there could be cross signals. You could, the, the wrong dog could get shocked. They're also concerned because the situation in which you may be shocking the dog wouldn't be the proper training for the dog. So what will happen is you'll be inadvertently teach the dog that, oh, when you're around another dog, you're going to get shocked. And people take issue with that. The no toys and the no food seemed to be the one that got people the most upset. One person was upset about not being able to train their dog at the dog park. Like, that's not what this is for. And I think part of the reason for that is for a couple of things. One... It's, it's a park that's supposed to be designed for dogs to run around. So you're trying to teach your dog to do something. You're going to get frustrated if another dog is distracting them by running around. And the other thing, too, is, you know, what will happen is people will start showing up there and using the park to teach dog training classes if they don't have a rule in place. And then now somebody's profiting off a public park without proper permissions. So the, all these rules make sense, but the fact that people were fighting back about this. And, you know, the, the, the Depaw group tried to explain, hey, we're going to be adding toys. You know, we're, we're going to be adding things for the dogs to do teeter-totters, you know, things for them to climb on and, and, and rails for them to, to get up on and all kinds of things for them to be able to do. So, you know, give us time on that, but you'll have those things. But the, the, the attitude that people had to it, for it, one woman just constantly messaging, uh, constantly posting, commenting. Seems like a lot of rules for a place I just want to go and let my dog run and have fun, she wrote. I was looking forward to coming until I just read this insane list of rules. I just don't understand why my dog can't wear the collar that I feel most comfortable with him wearing. Also, why can't I bring a toy for him to play with? Why does he need to wear his license? Why can't I bring treats for him? I brought my dog to several other dog parks and dog-friendly areas. I've never seen such a long list of rules. I doubt that that's true. I think dogs should just be able to play and have fun, punish the bad dog owners, not the dog. And then, you know, some were like, oh, my God, this park has more rules than I had when I was little. I guess my dog will have to stay at home. She cannot go anywhere without her toy. Also, I have a little baby, which I cannot take with me to the park because they don't want anybody under the age of five in the park for obvious reasons. Like, I just, I don't, I don't get it. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. How's it going, Tim? How you doing? Not bad today. Um, I got a question. You know, is anybody going to be there at the dog park, like, watching over all this no, no, no stuff? 
No, I think what will happen is I think the, the as of right now, they're trying to get more volunteers that will help with things like cleanup and uh, clearing out more areas because they own more land up there than what's actually being used right now. So I think you're going to see people going up there and doing that. I don't think they're monitoring the park. Uh, the Department of Natural Resources is kind of overseeing things. So they'll probably have like a, a patrol going up there every now and then. Okay. And then like for cleanup though, I mean, cause you know, like Pavel can be spread really, really bad amongst dogs, even with shots, you know what I mean? Or whatever. All the feces laying around. If one dog has Pavel, say that didn't have his shots and nobody caught him there. It's a, that's a dangerous disease amongst dogs, you know, where their feces dries up and that dog has Pavel, the eggs get sniffed up in the nose from just your dog sniffing the ground. Yeah, I think the plan is to have volunteers go each day, you know, and, and, and just take it. I mean, they're hoping people are just going to clean it up themselves, but I think they're going to go through uh, each day and just check and see and make sure when, you know, when the park closes. Right. And then you might take this as a smart aleck question, but how many languages are going to be up on those signs, too? Because, you know, there's going to be, say, migrants with pets. No, well, the sign is just in English. But, all right, so you're going to have to change it to Spanish and all the other 54 languages that they're, you know, having to teach in our area now. Well, not necessarily. I mean, they're legally what do you protected. Mean, not necessarily. Well, they're legally. So, what if I speak only Spanish and I come up here with my puppy and I go over there to play, but I don't know the rules because I can't read them? Because the the rules are posted really just to protect the organization and the town legally. So having oh, them posted know, even in English covers so, covers their asses. Okay, it covers them, but now I can just say that I don't know how to read English because they didn't teach me that in school anymore. Uh, yeah, I don't think that that would get you out of any uh, anything that <laughs> yeah, might have happened in the park. But they should they should post it in other languages because you know that's you know what it should be done. I mean, we're going to have migrants here that can't speak English, and if they can't speak English, they're going to need a translator for that sign now so they can learn the rules of the park. You get it? I, I get no, it, no, but no. I also don't think it's as big of a deal as, you, as you're portraying it as. No, it, it kind of is in a way because of the fact that we're going to have, you know, an overrun of migrants, which we already kind of have amongst uh, the country, uh, never okay. mind New Bedford, you know. Let's take it from a I dog mean, park to, to going on and on about illegal immigration, sure. Well, no, it's just, it's a simple thing. I mean, you, you want everybody to know the rules there. So, if I mean, if we Americans have to learn the rules by reading the sign or going on. So, you know, should every side, sign then also be, be in multiple languages? So, do well, we have to might, put every traffic might, sign in multiple languages? Be, yeah, we might have to stop putting stop signs as alto because a lot of times I see a lot of, you know, migrants flying through stop signs. Seems stop, like they don't stop, know what stop, stop signs are says. universal. No, stop signs in, in other countries say alto. Right, but the shape of the sign is the same. It doesn't matter. They can't read it, buddy. They don't, they don't even understand. What, what part of that of didn't sign. you understand? The signs are the same shape so that they recognize matter. the shape of the sign. Uh, I don't think that works in every country. That's just something we state here. You know, uh, okay, all opinion, right. That's I, an opinionated thing. Uh, but, okay, well, I see this conversation's yeah. going nowhere. Thanks for the phone call, though. Have a good day. Have a good day. Take it easy. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You are next on WBSM. Hi, Jim. I can't stop laughing. Sorry. Um, all that they have to do to that guy 
they could just draw little pictures underneath the sign, like pick up a poo with a bag there and a shovel, hand for stop or whatever, you know. Oh, my God. Are you sure he's not the one that texts you all the time? <laughs> No, I don't think so. He's he, no. We usually we usually can have oh. perfectly fine conversations. <laughs> he and I. I just wasn't agreeing with him. I I, I wasn't oh, arguing with him. God, you drive me nuts. I was sitting here. That forget it. Just can't. You know. I don't know. Sorry about that. But anyway, I mean that's good. So what's it? The, yes. These rules, these rules, I think, are a lot of them are just common sense, too, anyway. I think anybody that yeah. walks into a dog park would assume that they have to follow these rules. You know, like pick, picking yeah. up after your dog seems pretty obvious, yeah. but then again, there was a guy that didn't, you know, didn't have an inclination to do that when he was there Saturday. Oh, I, I, I just, that, I chalk that up to, I just chalk that up to he was like kind of, you know, overwhelmed and excited about everything that was going on. He didn't even <sighs> think about it. Where about Wayham, is it? Uh, so do you know where, um, do you know where if you were if you were go it's it's Maple Springs Road, but if you were going toward you were in Wareham and you want to get back on four ninety five. You know, you're in the East Wareham side, you want to get back on four ninety five. So I'm trying to think like Atlantic Boats, like where the Atlantic Boat Yard is, there's a park and ride yeah, over there. Near Maple Park or um it's on the no, other. It's on the other side of Maple Park. So Maple Park is off Glen Charlie Road. Maple Springs Road okay. is on the other side of that. So this this is what used to lead into the back entrance of Maple Park until before yeah. they made it so you couldn't go down that way. My brother-in-law walks his dog everywhere. I mean, all over the place. He brings the bags with him and everything. And, um, yeah, I got on, on my dog's. He must have been there. My dog's leash mm -hmm. has a little. Um, a little like plastic yeah. bone thing in it with a bunch of bags in it, and I so I That's always have them has. with me. Yeah. Yeah, because he's got one of those little tiny golden doodles, and um, well, my nephew gave it to him. And uh, <laughs> anyway, he walks him around, and that dog's not afraid of anything. They're so funny, the little ones. But anyway, that's good. I'm glad they put one out there. Yeah, and check, yeah, check, t tell your friends and everybody you know that has a dog, check it out, but follow oh, yeah. the rules. That's, that's I have um, my niece and her friend, they walk, They uh, have a part-time job walking dogs, too, so oh, yeah. i got to give her a call. Yeah, definitely let so. them know. All right. Alrighty. Well, have you a have a good day. day. Take it easy. Okay, bye. 508-996-0500. I'm late for a break, but uh, let me take these calls. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning. How are you? Good. I'm calling about the stop sign. That just drove me up the wall. Okay. People take driving lessons. They have to take driving lessons to get their license. Don't they learn how to identify the stop sign? You have to know the color of the light. Well, the the caller's argument to that would be that, you know, illegal immigrants are coming here and driving without taking driving courses. But this is this is why we passed a question that would that would allow them to go and get licenses through the proper channels. But they should still have to go training. They have when they do their driving tests before they get their license, don't they have to know what these symbols are for? Right, exactly. But I think I think he would argue that they don't they don't take any driving lessons. That illegal immigrants just come here and and get a car and drive. Uh, oh, and not even have a correct license. Yes, I think that's I think that's what he would argue back in that case. Okay. But that's, that's why they that's why they try to make these signs universal. I mean, it's not universal everywhere. Not everybody does it, but they, you know, I think if you show most people uh, an octagon on a stick. And you say, what does that mean? They'll tell you it means stop. Right. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. 
All right. That's why we're, we're, this is America, and everybody can have their own opinion. Absolutely. Well, thank you. You have a good day. Thanks. You too. And uh, let's take this call here, and then i got to take a break. You're next on WBSM. Hi, Tim. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. i just listening to the conversation about the dog park and the rules. You know, I, I'm a huge Judge, uh, Judge Judy fan, and most of the cases on there involve pets. Um, and, you know, people who go to dog parks and don't follow rules and think their dog is fine, you know, and it's never going to misbehave or, or do anything that you wouldn't expect. But bottom line is a dog is a responsibility. And if you want to take your pet to a dog park, I, I think all the rules you read were very reasonable. Um, you know, people want pets, but they don't want to follow the rules and they don't want to take on the responsibility. Personally, one thing that really aggravates me is when you see people walk their dogs and they don't pick up or they don't see anything wrong with having their dog go to the bathroom on your nice little strip of grass in front of your home on the sidewalk. Right. You know, they think it's, that's perfectly fine. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I just think dogs have people have kind of put a lot on them as more than a pet. Um, but you have to have responsibility. You know, it's, it's like everything else. And, and I certainly don't think those rules are unreasonable. Um, and if you don't want to follow them, don't go. Take your dog to a field somewhere or stay in your yard and don't go to the dog park. Very simple. Yeah, that's 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 kind of my favorite argument is uh, somebody who was saying, well, my dog wears e-collars, which are those little shock collars. Right. My dog wears e-collars so that they stay with me wherever they go. Well, if that's the case, you don't need to bring them to a fenced-in dog park. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. And every single case that I've seen on that show, she always rules against the people who think their dogs don't need to follow the same rules, you know. Absolutely. Oh, this was the first time. And she always says, you know, it's your responsibility to control your dog. And if you don't, it's on you. You have to pay the bills. And I think that can be a huge liability for a town to have a dog park. They have to have rules in place. Otherwise, they could be held accountable for people's bad behavior. Right. So I don't, I, you know, you got to look at the big picture, but people don't think like that. It's how they're disadvantaged. Well, just don't go. That's yep. all. No, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and yeah, that other argument, the man had, that was, he was totally wanted to go another place with that, which right. really was a non sequitur, made no sense at all. So. Yep, that happens. It happens from time to time. <laughs> for sure. All right, well, you All have right. a great day. Thank you for the call. All right, you too. Bye-bye. And uh, we will take more of your calls at 508-996-0500. But, you know, j just as an example, it doesn't have to be the dog park. Uh, you know, Shawnee has called in before about the fact that there are there's somebody who walks his dog through the cemetery while she's walking through the cemetery and has the dog off leash. Well, New Bedford has the leash law. You have to have a dog on a leash. If you are out walking them around, if you're not on your property, you have to have a leash on your dog. Doesn't matter that your dog stays with you. It doesn't matter that your dog isn't aggressive. It doesn't matter that you, your dog could be a St. Bernard with a you know barrel around its neck out saving people's lives. Doesn't matter. In New Bedford, it has to have a leash on. And it, it, there's no exception to that. There's no, well, but not my dog. No. Your dog has to have a leash on. That's the law. That's the rule. And now everybody's going to call up and be like, well, it's also the rule that you can't enter the country illegally. Not taking this into a different discussion. I'm talking about dog parks and dog park rules. 
All right, 508-996-0500. And you can check out the story, by the way, at WBSM.com and on the app and see what people had to say. We'll take a break and be right back. This is a story of famous dog. For the dog that chases its tail, we'll be busy. These are happy dogs. Rhythmic dogs. Harmonic dogs. House dogs. Stick dogs. Dogs of the world unite. Dancing dogs. Welcome back in. 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in, good morning. You are next on WBSM. What's up, Tim? What's going on? Uh, what a great subject. This is going to get a lot of callers, I think, today. Uh, you know what? So, uh, really, if it just lets people know that there's a dog park available to them and they just have to follow a few rules to use it, I think that's you know a service well done for the community. I don't, I don't care for, I mean, I don't really, the, the, the rules don't bother me. I mean, obviously you're going to have rules if you're going to go to a dog park. That it's, it's, uh, you know, I have two dogs. I got a beagle and my wife's got a King Charles uh, Papillon mix. And, um, you know, he doesn't shut up, but the King Charles doesn't shut up. So I wouldn't be able to bring him, but my beagle, I'd probably be able to bring her, you know, but um, it's, it's, what kills me is um, that, there's all these rules for a dog park, right? But yet, when it comes to a supermarket, anybody and their mother can walk in with a dog, okay? Put them in the carriage. I've seen dogs walking on leashes. And I know you're going to say service vet, you know, serve, they're probably service dogs. Oh, well, no, 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 I, I agree with you. People, people take advantage of that, of that opportunity, oh, the fact that you can have service all, dogs, yeah. It's only getting worse. It's only getting worse. You know, I could buy, I could go on Amazon right now and buy a, a service vest uh, uh, for my dog and not even, you know, have to have a service, a service dog. You know what I mean? Like a license for a service dog or whatever. It's like I've seen chihuahuas and, and baby carriers on people's bodies. Like they're, they're in the baby carriers, like the chest carriers, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting here like, I'm talking, I'm telling my wife, I'm like, this is ridiculous. It's getting out of hand. You know, and people are probably going to say, oh, this guy's a... A dog hater. I'm not a dog hater. I'm just, I'm just, uh, you know, realistic. I don't bring my dogs to supermarkets and let them. If I'm going to bring my dog to a place, you know, to go shopping, it's going to be the Petco attract supply where they allow dogs on the facility, you know. But, but, you know, when it comes to like, you know, it's. I just say I just find it kind of funny that uh, you know dog parks are allowed to have all these rules, but yet where the rules that need to be enforced, like supermarkets and Walmarts and stuff, they're not enforced. Right. Anybody and, and their mother can walk in, you know, with a dog. And if somebody tried to walk in with a cat, they'd tell them to get out. Even restaurants, Tim. Right. No, we, we've, we've done articles about it, about, you know, list of dog-friendly restaurants. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, I get it. You know, pe you know people with, you know, disabilities and stuff, they need service dogs. But when you've when you got people taking advantage of that, I mean, that's like the pure, like, you know, in my eyes, it's like, that's like scum of the earth. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to bring your dog into a supermarket when you know damn well you're not supposed to, but yet you're going to do it anyways. You know, that's, that goes to the same people that walk into a dog park 
let their dog take a crap on the turf and then walk away and act like nothing ever happened. Right. Like, I can't you know I, mean? I, 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 I can't leave Rover in the car. Y- yes, you can. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's yeah, a there's yeah. there's a way to effectively leave the dog in the car where it's safe for the dog. And here, here's the other thing too. Maybe just don't bring the dog with you. Yeah. You know, hey, let me ask you this. My dog loves I, to be gonna, home alone. I'm going to throw you a curveball, right? So I was reading those uh, rules. I just happened to read them while I was while you were on break and mm-hmm. uh, commercial break. And um, I didn't see anywhere on there that says cats that aren't, that, that aren't allowed. You know, other other it, it, it does. It says, it says no other animals are allowed. Oh, no other. Well, now let me now let me let me throw you this one. You know, I know I know I know you. You know, I, I I know your take on this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this one at you. What if my cat identifies the dog? Well, well, Blue Googs in Fairhaven sent the same message on App Chat. <laughs> uh, let's 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 not be dumb about things. You know, let's don't let's compare let's compare me to Blue Googs. Let's Dan in New Bedford. Don't do that. To let's me. not let's not mock people's uh, you know struggles in life and 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 mock that. the The bottom line is, you know, it's a dog park. If you want to have a cat park, build one. Yeah, raise yeah. the money and build hey, talk one. To, talk, talk to Marcus. Talk to Marcus about building a cat park. No, yeah, he, I mean, I, I don't. To be honest with you, I, I love Marcus, and I think his cat is beautiful. Uh, I don't I get the whole putting a cat on a leash thing. On a leash, my, <laughs> I, everybody does it these days. Though I have multiple friends that do it. My, a friend of mine yeah. fenced in her yard so her cat could go out in her yard and play. I said, "It's a cat; it will just go over the fence." <laughs> I don't know; those things can jump like ten feet high. Yeah. All right. Well, I got to right. take a break, but thanks, John. All right, Tim. Have a good yeah. day. Callers, hang on. We will get to you. Uh, I do have to take a break. I'm uh, falling behind here for the hour. We'll be right back. <clears throat> Try and squeeze in a call here before I got to take the next break. Good morning. You are next on WBSM. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? I can hear you there. Once, twice. All right, you're going to have to call back. You're next on WBSM. Hello. Hey, good morning, Tim. It's on your mind. Hey, two quick things. Um, today's National Widow Day. Do you know anybody who's lost their spouse in the last couple of years or since COVID and stuff or ever? Check in on to just let them know that they still pre- you still appreciate them and you care about them. And secondly, have you seen anything this morning on um, the, the pregnant woman who got shot in the face last night with a BB down on County and Washington Street? No, I um I saw something about it on social media, but uh, I didn't see anything about it yet today. No. Yeah, I saw two of it on social media, but I haven't seen anything on New Bedford police blotter or anything like that. So maybe news should check that up. Pregnant woman getting shot in the face, and uh, it states that it's uh, youth in the neighborhood. So, uh, I mean, did they report it to the police? It doesn't say that. That's it, right. It that's, basically said it just happened. That's when it was posted last night. It said it just happened to my wife. Right. So hour. that's that might be why we're not hearing anything, and we won't hear anything if it wasn't reported to police. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is, go. be careful because not all that stuff turns out to be true. Yeah. Exactly. So, all right. Well, thank you for the call. Okay, my friend. Have a good one. Bye bye. You as well. <clears throat> and uh, we'll take more of your calls. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Just got to take a break. We'll be right back. <clears throat> All right. Welcome back in. Let's go back to the phones. You are next on WBSM. How you doing, Tim? Good. How are you? Not bad. Um, that that gentleman that was on a little, a little while ago was right on the money with these dogs. It is so annoying with these people that take advantage of the service dog stuff. Um, you know. You go to restaurants, uh, uh, every store you can think of, and they got these dogs, you know, like right on top of you. I'm going like, you know, what? 
I don't understand why between handicapped plaques and service, uh, uh, whatever you want to call them, service dog. Well, and and the, they have the they have the emotional support dogs too. And like, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not saying that th that that's not a real thing, and that people don't need to actually have that happen. But the problem is, too many people take advantage of those two things yes. to be able to just bring their dog with them wherever they go. Right. I don't know what they can do about it, but you know, um, it, you know that you know all of a sudden you know you get all these people with that needs an emotional dog. You know, with them, some, some, some of these people that, you know, the young guys that you see them, you know, coming in with a big old husky. I don't get it. Yeah, I think people, um, people just don't want to leave their dogs at home or leave their dogs in the car, so they think they can bring them with them everywhere. I understand the, the whole, you know, I love my dog thing. I, you know, I really do. I, I, I think it's great when people have a connection with their animals. But I mean, they have their place, though, you know, and you know. uh until something really bad happens, this is when, you know, people will start taking a look at it, you know? Right. Now people are just complaining. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I mean, it's certainly something that I think, uh, you know, is it's hard to, to regulate. So I got to hold right. you there just because I'm uh, it's the end okay. of the hour, but thank you for the call. Yep. And uh, we will definitely continue this discussion on the other side of the news at 508-996-0500. But you can check out the article during the news break if you want at uh, WBSM.com and on the app. Of course, we want you to listen to the news, too. But if you want to go and see the story and see the rules for yourself, there's a photo of it right there uh, in the story that you can check out. And, and, you know, it talks about some of them. I didn't list all the rules written out in the story. But um, you can go right to the Depaw page, the Depaw Facebook page. There's a link in the story to that. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.